Hello and welcome to the weekly Economic and Market Watch podcast. This is Sam Kemp of CFC. As California was getting slammed by atmospheric river storms, another kind of storm swamped through the West Coast state, sending market panic across the country. That storm is called Silicon Valley Bank. On March 10, regulators closed the bank, which was brought to its knees by a bank run. So what exactly happened? First, let me give you a little background. Silicon Valley Bank provided banking services to nearly half of U.S. venture-backed life science and technology startups, which saw substantial growth during the pandemic. As the saying goes, there isn't anything good that won't be ruined by too much money. And that's what happened here. When COVID-era stimulus flooded the economy with liquidity, Silicon Valley Bank saw an increase in deposits from $62 billion at the end of 2019 to $198 billion in March 2022. That is more than triple in just over two years. The surge rate outpaced those of regional banks and even the biggest banks. That amounted to a level far beyond it could safely lend. In order for a bank to make profits, it takes the money from deposits, which pay lower interest rates and lend at higher rates. But Silicon Valley Bank's clients were cash rich. So the bank did not make enough loans. Instead, it invested in U.S. treasuries and other long-term securities. Many people defend this as a good idea at the time, since all other banks did the same thing, neglecting to mention a key difference. Silicon Valley Bank's investment portfolio increased to 57% of its total asset, while none of other major banks had more than 42%. Many were quick to blame rising interest rates, which caused the value of treasuries and other bonds held by Silicon Valley to drop, leading to an asset liability mismatch. Some called this event unexpected. No bank should ever find interest rate risk unexpected, as it is a natural part of the banking business. A bank should always be prepared to mitigate risk in an event of changing interest rates, especially after the talks of inflation and raising interest rates that had been going on for over a year. It was hardly unexpected. The final trigger for Silicon Valley, however, was the calls by influential venture capital figures for companies to pull money. This led to depositors marching to withdraw their money and ultimately resulting in a bank run. This is another factor that Silicon Valley risk management failed to account for. That is concentration risk. Its concentrated client base means its depositors act in similar manners and are influenced by similar factors. And just like that, the 16th largest U.S. bank collapsed in the blink of an eye. With this collapse, along with two other bank collapses, markets are expecting the Federal Reserve to pause its rate hike soon and even cuts rate later this year to preserve financial stability. Whether that expectation reflects reality or not is another story. Keep in mind that the Fed's dual mandate is in price stability and full employment, whereas financial stability risk is dealt with by oversight and regulations, not changing interest rate to fit poor risk management practices. Having said that, on March 21st and 22nd, we will see how the Fed views its priority. Thank you for listening and be sure to download the Economic and Market Watch dashboard. Talk to you soon.